Hey guys, welcome on another episode of Clap Bands and Rants with TY. And today I am sad. You know, I'm particularly sad because uh, usually we don't expect a lot going away, especially against uh, you know top teams. But in this case, I feel like we played really well. I mean, we could have won the game. We should have won the game. Wrong call. They don't carry Ojuru in us. But, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, and now the situation where we find ourselves. And if you ever doubt my commitment towards bringing you all the hot gist, remember, say, today I recorded this episode. Even though, say, my head, the bang, and my heart, they pace really fast. Everybody who know me personally know why this match, they're very special to me. Uh, but... I mean, it's what it is, it's the reality. And uh, we go call out the situation for what exactly it is. And waiting the BBC, our coach gets a lot of work to do uh, regarding how we can get results, our way especially. I mean, this game today, anybody will watch this game. Go see, say the only reason why we lose this game now, mentality problem, mentality issue. Because normally, when you hold Arsenal down, when you, when you are able to hold Arsenal throughout the first half, and then even in the second half, you know, allow them to play their free flowing football, a lot of times you get results, even against smaller teams. I mean, we've seen smaller teams grind and get these results from Arsenal. So, why? we were supposed to be a bigger team why we go always a tremble at the sight of these boys i mean see this game today okay fine and good even if for any reason you know say you know if you win the match maybe you don't try all your tactics and you know they work what's in the wrong to just lock your team up take the point away from home so by locking team up usually when you want to lock a team up you take out some attackers where don't they fatigue, bringing defenders where we hold the game down. Now, in our case, in our situation, in our position, we day away at the Emirates, we they draw one one, and we won't take points. What do we do? We bring in Harry Mag. Okay, Harry Maguire coming in, self, they understandable because now Lisandro Martinez injury forced the coach's hand. Why did he remove? Victor Lindelof. I don't think he was carded. And even if he was carded, Lindelof, not the kind of player where he hold his own. Even with the yellow card, he could have still played out the game. You won't bring in Evans to give him playing time or to give him cap or whatever. Not beyond, not before those kind of games. And this is not the thing where we speak about last time. See, we know if he continue to the make him look like, see, me when you get any professional coach license, now me want to tell the coach what to do. Why are you go to play one one to Arsenal for Emirates? You know your record against these top teams away. Somehow you managed to make your players made a play well. Somehow you managed to get a result. Somehow you managed to get a performance out of your players. And you see say, the game for some reason. Your win where you supposed to win, it don't switch against you. And you did one one away. 
deep into extra time. The worst that should have happened should have been a draw. You don't lose those kind of games under those kind of circumstances. And it's very sad. It's very frustrating, especially if you watch the game. Because we played way better than I expected, personally. And I mean, they feel, say, maybe today could be the start of the era where we started to win away games. And it was looking like it was the case up until the 80th minute. When we went 2-1 up, we got Chogo where they cancel. When we'll be offside, but they cancel them. And in that position where you find yourself, the proper thing to have done would have been hold your own, play it out, take the positive, go home with the draw. In the end, we lost. Now, we know just lose 2 1 way for be like, say, okay, well, it is what it is. We went on again to lose 3 1 at the time when we, we, we should have been pressing to equalize. So, like, I mean, and these same things, they keep repeating themselves. We saw the same scenario play out last year at the Emirates. Exact same scenario. We scored first, then they equalized and went up, and then we couldn't recover. I feel like, I feel like we the excuse Eric Ten Hag too much. Because one of the criteria is to become a big team, per se. Now, say you must take all these kind of crucial points, especially away from home. Otherwise, you're not better than the, the mid-table teams where they win their... Because those mid-table teams still they win their matches for home. They still they take points for home. What makes you a big team... What, what, you know, puts you up there among the best in the league? Now, say you go fit grind our results, even for circumstances when they really favor you entirely. And it's really painful, particularly for two reasons. One is that we played really well. So to have lost under the condition where we lose is unacceptable. The second reason why I feel really bad about this loss now because... We don't even get any match to quickly rebound. And I hate whenever we lose uh, under this kind of circumstances. We lose this game and then we go to the international. And then we know they play game for like another two weeks. So we need to, so we're gonna need to live with this loss for much longer than we for supposed to live with them if games day next weekend. And now the reason why I did particularly sad about the loss, but it is what it is. Uh, we know if we cry too much about spilled milk. There's a lot to look forward to. Rasmus Holun, thank God we finally saw him today. I did really, I did a lot more optimistic. Say our season will get much better because of that cameo performance where I see. Yes, maybe I did react, but I feel like he looks really ready, and. Now, why I know they happy say we no get game immediately so that he can rebound, so that we can rebound, move on, because I don't get problem with the loss too much. Apart from the fact say we they lose too much against big teams away, uh, the three points in itself no really make me feel too bad because the season they really very young. Now, just four games into the season, we don't take six points from possible twelve. 
I'm not saying it's the best that we could have done, but I'm saying that there's a lot to uh, be hopeful for. And uh, moving on, uh, this episode today, we want we want also touch on uh, transfers. Yesterday, the transfer deadline for English football closed, and uh, we saw lots of uh, big moves. One particular move where blow my mind at the signing of uh, Ansu Fati from Barcelona to Brighton. I mean, just goes to show the uh, levels where the Premier League day now as compared to other leagues. I mean, Ansu Fati, last time I checked, now Barcelona prodigy where they've been tipped to uh, become their next legend. In fact, when Messi left for PSG, I think he inherited the uh, Lionel Messi's iconic 10 jersey. So to see, say, just a few seasons later, Brighton, maybe mid-table team for Premier League, don't casually pull them to come day for bench. Uh, it just goes to tell you all you need to know about how far Premier League day ahead of other leagues. Uh, lots of some other enticing and uh, tantalizing deals pull through. Uh, Man United also secure the signing of Amrabat, where they don't drag their feet since. Or, like I predicted, I told someone, I say, whenever you see a player, you know, come on the media and start to say stuff like uh, their dream not to play for a certain club and they know they're ready to, uh, you know, give another club opportunity to bid for them. We saw that case happening with Jao Felix. You know, whenever I see players come out and give those kind of statements, I believe, say, 90% of times, the clubs don't already seal those deals. Because these players are not stupid. They are professionals. They know that the lot can happen in split second. You know? See what happened to Palinha or Fulham. He flew to Germany, conducted all the necessary medicals with Bayern Munich, took uh, promotional videos and pictures, and that deal still crumbled because Fulham could not find a replacement early. Uh, so ju- that, that just goes to tell you that sometimes these deals too can still go to the wire even at the dime minute but whenever you see players come out and speak boldly about deals like this like in the case of uh, Jao Felix and uh, the case of Amrabat too me I feel say on those kind of scenarios uh, and in those kind of situations those players don't already agree deal with the club I feel like, man, you just drag that deal, go deadline day, so that they will not go pressure them for any other signing. But uh, signing-wise, they even impressed me because I felt like we're just going to sign uh, Amrabat and that would have been it. But they went on to uh, bring in Sergi Regulion, which I feel like is a fantastic signing, even though he never get a lot of playing time under the recent managers at Tottenham. We see how well Conte use them before they get their fallout. I mean, he was always involved with goals. Now, player where I feel like still gets a lot to give. Uh, we saw a lot of other transfers uh, amongst uh, mid-table teams. Lots of transfers. We also think that these transfers could make these uh, Premier League teams a lot more uh, better. And then something where I go always want to touch on because I did watch these games and the fact that we speak about them and then we constantly see them happening, feel like there's cause for alarm. 
this situation with injuries. We just saw another game where really crucial players for clubs get really careless injuries. I, I feel like it will get to one point where the Premier League will say enough is enough. And if they don't do this, like we don't earlier predict, it will not only affect the levels at which the league they operate normally, it will also extend to the national teams because we know already that uh, most of the countries where they succeed for world football today, the selections now from performers from their domestic leagues. And even though, say yes, we know say the Premier League gets the most crop of foreign players where they excel, still, a lot of English players too good, they are affected in the sense that if your teammates, for instance, were supposed to create the chances and all that, for instance, make I use Manchester United now as case study. Losing Lissandro Martinez, I don't know how serious the injury be yet, but assuming it was serious, you can imagine how much of damage Lissandro Martinez injury could cost to Manchester United defense. He's already our best defender by a mile. And then when you put into consideration amount of large dish tackles when they make the amount of you know, crucial blocks, aerial duels when they win. Just picture a scenario where we need to play with Harry Maguire and Evans, like we just saw today. So you can see why I did worried, and you can see why I did particularly concerned about this issue. And then, man, you. I mean, this roller coaster of emotions, eh, today, now typically, it just typically explains uh, Manchester United's reality over the last couple of seasons, over the last years. Roller coaster, today we win, tomorrow we lose, next tomorrow we draw. When you start to get your hopes high, they dash them. When you feel like the, uh, all hope they lost, they win points so i mean it's crazy and i'm asking at which point we go start to the call out ten hag at which point are we going to say okay ah this guy may not be as special as we thought he would be or this guy make i use yet because i feel like he's he's a coach that has the experience i remember how ajax played under this guy in the Champions League against a Madrid team that was just coming from winning the Champions League the season before. So I've seen them play. I watch, I used to watch Ajax a lot when he was the coach and even now. And I see how better they were. So I don't want to believe, say, uh, he just, not just one of those kind of coaches where, you know, just they good to coach small side. Because you know if you come the Premier League, come they say you won't compete and then you need to take points away. I mean it did it really heartbreaking. Imagine coming into this game. I just know say we no go feel win. 
No because no be say because man you know the win arsenal normally. Or no be say because we know we 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 know get the quality, but simply because my coach has shown over a period of time that make we know the hope for these kind of things. So waiting be the way forward. What's the way forward? Are we going to accept that this is the this is uh, the level where we are at now? It's unacceptable losing like this under this kind of conditions. It not supposed to happen for any reason. I mean, see all the nonsense where they happen. The coach identifies, say, Maguire, no, they good enough to play for him. Dropped him as captain. Put him in the market. But they know if he managed the situation well enough to sell Harry Maguire. Because of that, a whole number of players that were waiting had to go and sign for other clubs. A lot of players where we for signing. Imagine Pavard coming off the bench now as Lichard get that injury. We could get a lot more confidence than Harry Maguire and Evans. They signed Evans initially. Say they just won't give him one and a one week deal. I've been waiting to just check one or two. So they won't tell me now. Say waiting the check. They are scouting and whatever they do and they're analyzing. Tell them say yes, Evans now good signing, or yes, Evans deserve uh, a year deal. The only match where Evans play, other than one of our preseason game, now that behind closed door game where they play against Brighton, where in case you don't know, we lost by three goals to zero against Burnley for behind closed door. So now the game where Evans play behind closed door be that, where make them feel say yes, it is worthy of a year loan deal. One thing I like about my unit, say, whenever we make mistakes, I like the fact, say, the, um, how do I say this, uh, the, the gods of football or the, uh, the god of jinxing football, you know, they ever give us time. The moment we misbehave, we receive our own backlash immediately. Because the transfer window just closed yesterday and we signed Evans as our uh transfer deadline signing to come replace Rafa Varane where go injury Johnny Evans for crying out loud <laughs> oh. it's, 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 it's really painful to be honest it's really really painful and you see say it no even take time before we begin to regret that decision because I don't know why Evans no close up the Clarice. And then you won't even block ball. You cannot even do your job well. You end up scoring an own goal. Even if they don't call him on goal, it was an own goal. Very big deflection. Onana was just unlucky. Because in those kind of situations, there's almost nothing you can do about it. Big deflection, where Stikon go hit for post. 
I mean, it's, it's just heartbreaking, but at the point where we're there now, and uh, these, are the, these are the issues that we need to solve, and these are the issues that we need to talk about. Manchester United, this is not good enough. And we know if we continue to react like this, we know if we continue to the, you know if we carry us, this, you know if they put us through these screws, and then all this kind of roller coaster of emotions and all that and all that and all that is just really painful. I'm telling you. But uh, move, moving on, even if not very sad and painful experience, I think uh, Rasmus Hoyland, you know, uh, the few minutes where we see him play. Uh, I feel like there's a lot that we can be hopeful for. There's enough that we can be excited about. Uh, he's going to be... I, I imagine that he would be a fantastic signing for us. And now why I know even they happy say, we don't get game immediately to bounce back to. Because we really need to bounce back. We need to put this result behind us. Personally, as a fan, I need a game to cheer on my team and forget this one in a hurry because it was a very painful loss. We played really well. All we needed to do was just to have kept focus in that game. There are times when you, when you read a game and say, okay, maybe we know if we take all three points from this one. Let's take the points away from home and then build on that momentum. Now, waiting, I expect, say, we go do. The moment I see this coach, they bring in Harry, Ma like, like I said earlier, Harry Maguire's uh, substitution was forced because of Lissandro's injury. But why are you taking out Victor Lindelof, for God's sake? You already have a defense with a shaky Maguire. You needed Lindelof to be there to put some control in that game where you did try to take points. And for whatever reason, Ten Hag, you take out Lindelof and then you bring in Johnny Evans. For a game where you know, say, Arsenal go to put in momentum to take lead because it has happened before. It don't happen before. And because of that reason, they feel that they can still do it again. And then you bring in Johnny Evans and then he calls the goal. We lost three big points. It's crazy, really. Um, it's, it's hurting. And... You know, I mean, this just goes to show the commitment that we at Club Banter Rant are. We are committed to bringing you all the hot gist um, as it's happening because there's no particular reason why I forfeit even record this episode because I did really, really hot. And like I said, for me and for anyone else that knows me personally, know why this game, you know, will really affect me this much. But, uh, you know, we're still they committed to bringing you guys uh, all the happenings and all the analysis and all the gist where they happen to, to uh, ensure, say, we uh, keep you informed. And, uh, you know, but anyway, as much as Manchester United break our hearts this uh, week, uh, on this episode, we, uh, we have a, a number of teams where do particularly well. And, you know, uh, it's our culture now our tradition to shout out to all those teams on every episode uh on this week particularly tottenham hotspur continue their fantastic start to the season i mean 
it didn't really fascinate him because everybody predicted that you know with uh, the transfer of Harry Kane will be their usual talisman and that this season they will struggle especially also because you know they brought a new coach who uh, I will say as even though he's been there for good team Celtic and they play really well under him for the global scale you know really they recognize so we just felt like he was going to struggle but so far so good Tottenham they don't keep their start flying uh, one player particularly where excelled now Son and I did very happy for him because I, I like Son a lot and uh, towards you know the middle of last season he has really struggled uh, in goals dry up and uh, he didn't really perform at the level we expected him to perform but you know this season under this coach he's been doing really well when I see the lineup and I know see Richarlison I predicted that he was going to have a good game because you know Richarlison as a center forward a lot of times the ball needs to end in front of him so when the team create all these chances Madison makes all these big chances son and all Richarlison keeps messing this up so when I see say the coach you know Ben Cham for the game against Burnley away I felt like it was a good decision and it proved right I mean they went on to win by uh, mouthwatering five goals son scored not just his first goal of the season but he also went on to secure a hat-trick for himself and uh, that was really impressive uh brighton as well you know brighton bounced back from uh, their 3-1 loss against uh, west ham the other week and a uh, very big result right there especially against a team like uh, newcastle i mean that's something that i could be excited about because i get personal beef with newcastle and my beef is that they feel like because they've been impressive under Eddie Howe, you know how that phrase say small nyash the chic. Now the case be that with the uh, Newcastle, they don't they carried away by the fact that they win a couple of games and it was really good. Say Brighton humble them and that humbling brings them to their third loss in a row. Yes. Newcastle have lost the third game in a row uh, and big result there Brighton uh shout out to uh, Evan Ferguson uh scored a hat trick in that one and uh, you know I just they imagine how much they will put that guy up for sale eventually when they won't sell him because this window uh, Brighton put up a statement and they were like he is untouchable he's not for sale and you would expect that you know maybe after another season uh they would want to sell and then you just you just try to imagine brighton they get really good scouting department and they've been really making good deals i mean you just see how they sold uh, kaiseido the other day for a british record transfer to chelsea and now with the kind of prospect where ferguson they show i can't imagine how much they could put them up for sale yeah but uh so that's what it is big shout out to brighton on that one there uh another team where do particularly well this week is a uh, crystal palace crystal palace there they've been impressive since uh, the coming back of uh ray hudson last season they've been really impressive and uh, it just breaks my heart to see that this is the same wolf side that i struggled against and then you see how 
Crystal uh, Palace just swept past them. Really, really devastating when you uh, consider all that. And uh, big shout out as well to uh, everybody out there who uh, performed this week. Uh, it is what it is. So not taking anything away from uh, Arsenal as well. Uh, big one right there. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool seem to have, been, have bounced back and they are gaining momentum. 3-0 win at the Anfield to uh, Aston Villa, which is a really good side. As a matter of fact, to put into context uh, how good Aston Villa have been, uh, they are only second to Manchester City for most points in 2023 so you see how good they've been since uh, the coming in of Unai Emery and for them to have lost three nil at the Anfield only goes to show how good the Liverpool side were I mean not taking anything away from Jurgen Klopp he's a fantastic manager I told someone that we might not see uh, a lot of banter days for Liverpool. The banter days might have been over because last season, the issues that were evidently wrong was that Liverpool were lacking players in the middle of the park. And then you saw how they went on really early this season to secure the signing of Soboslai, uh, the other guy from uh, the other Japanese guy, Endo, you know. And I was telling someone the other day when we were discussing, I said, the thing with club is these signings do not need to make sense to you. Because I know a lot of people could be like, I mean, I mean, you define sign, you bring in endo, it will be endo. These signings do not need to make sense to you, but I was particularly worried when I found out, say, now you're going to club himself, want these players. Because whenever you see managers like that wanting certain players even if they don't make sense to you believe me you those guys would come and eventually turn out to be fantastic signings we saw how endo held his own at the at, um, at the match the other week i was surprised not to see him start because he really bossed the midfield the midfield that had sandro tonali last week and you know and all that and all that and it's I feel like Liverpool would really, you know, Liverpool might even contest for the league this season. Might be too quick to call, but I feel that way um, considering what we've seen so far. And so, big shout out to Liverpool as well. So, uh, uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, you know, uh, Man City and uh, everyone else that got all three points. Like I said... This is the era in the EPL where you actually celebrate your three points. I think I'm starting to uh, see why, you know, last season uh, Ateta was particular about his players celebrating uh, every game like he was a final. Because the Premier League now don't come to that point where when you take three points, I feel like it's a big deal, you know, simply because of... Uh, the levels to which every other team did right now. I mean, you saw Chelsea, uh, they just lost at the Stamford Bridge to Nottingham Forest, you know, by uh, a long goal. I think that was really, that was probably one of the uh, most disappointing results for this week. If nobody, this man, you result. That could be the most disappointing result, especially because they were at home. 
and uh, I think they were the only team. Okay, them and Aston Villa were the only team, and they were the only team not to have scored at home. So when you when you consider how much that they've spent, uh, one billion pounds to be precise, and still not being able to get goals and not get points and not grind out results at home is a big cause for worry. But then it is what it is. Uh, Anyway, um, I think um, having said all this much, um, we can uh, we can expect that you know well, we hope our hopes are usually that when we speak about these issues, uh, our hopes are that um, you know that they will be heard and that they will be considered. Because you know we only speak for the betterment of the league. We speak because we want uh, improvement. We want the game to be able to be on this level that we constantly enjoy it to be. And uh, um, my United fans out there, really, I, I think I think it's okay for you to feel disappointed. It's okay for you to be heartbroken. Um, not taking anything away from Arsenal. I mean they are. A terrific side they have been and they still continue to be a, a good side but still i feel like it's okay for us to feel bad it's okay for us to be heartbroken uh, and uh we can only get better from here on that's the expectation and that's our hope thank you guys for uh, hanging with us on this episode and uh as usual we will be here again to walk you through all the happenings for the season until we come your way again. I remain T.Y. And thank you for listening.